With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Packed hour ahead for you, and we start, of course, with a recap of Super Bowl 58. Good morning, Chris. Good morning. The Kansas City Chiefs are officially a dynasty. After becoming back-to-back Super Bowl champions, they defended their title after coming from behind and going into overtime to beat the San Francisco 49ers 25-22 to in Super Bowl 58 in Las Vegas. Patrick Mahomes named the most valuable player for the third time in his career. That ties him with Joe Montana for second all-time. Tom Brady, of course, with the most, with five. But you can't take away from the Chiefs. I mean, no. they were not expected to repeat this year, and they went in and beat all the best teams. So you got to give them credit. So I'm trying to think back now from the divisional rounds through the championship rounds through the Super Bowl. I think I was perfect with my picks. I think I, I nailed every single one. I didn't keep track for you, but... <laughs> yeah, I was 4-0 in the divisional rounds, and then... I picked the 49ers and I picked the Chiefs and then I picked the Chiefs to win the Super Bowl. Yeah, so yeah, so I was uh, yeah. 7 and 0. Um and So you're going to buy us all like lunch now with all the winnings? <laughs> yeah, no, he doesn't yeah, bet. I don't you bet. should bet. Yeah, oh, you need I know. to bet. I, I should have put some money on all so of this. So what's the point of the picks? Well, just to uh, be right. The satisfaction the of satisfaction. being right, yeah. yeah exactly. Uh and I said 27-20, that was the score I put for this game. Chiefs yeah. over the 49ers and You picked the overtime too? Uh, I did not know, but, but Aaron, Aaron Jacobson, Jacobson did. picked uh, the overtime. Yeah. yeah, he didn't get the teams right. You know, no. he didn't pick the winner, but he said it would be an overtime. Yeah, yeah. and Patrick Mahomes, uh, the obvious MVP. Although I got to say, after the first half and and really into the uh, second half too, in a Super Bowl longest field goal. Yards. Yeah, and then uh, just you know, not long after that, the kicker for the Kansas City Chiefs breaks that record. Yeah. 57 yards. Uh, so that was kind of the story uh, for a while. And then eventually, uh, what was, I thought, a pretty boring game, to be perfectly honest with you, through the first half. It really started to pick up towards the end of the third quarter. Uh, then you had a really good fourth quarter and obviously a really good overtime to wrap things up. The first half was boring for two reasons. Number one, nothing was going on in the field. Yeah. And you didn't get enough cutaways of Taylor Swift because she had nothing to cheer for. I mean, you, you wanted to see her, you know, box cheering away but yeah. then you know the chiefs did essentially nothing they had one big play that went down you know near the goal line they, they mm-hmm. had her jumping around but it would have been a lot more exciting for all the swifty people if the chiefs had done something in the first half i haven't seen any initial ratings but you got to figure this is going to be oh, one I of think, if not the most highly rated super bowl ever. yeah everybody was watching it last night yeah right and taylor swift uh she was shown quite a bit Throughout the bracket, you would expect that. And she seemed like she was having a good time. I mean, the one moment when she was shown on the Jumbotron there uh, in the stadium, she was pounding she a was drink. Pounding a drink. Yeah, we have that video <laughs> on uh, our Facebook and Instagram at Ryan Gorman Show. Yeah, she pounds the drink and then slaps right. And then, it, I mean, she drank a lot last night because yeah. then there were videos of her at the club after, and she's pounding drinks there too. Yeah, she wow. had herself a really good time. She was there with Blake Lively. 
Uh, and then uh, who is Ice so Spice? So Ice Spice, I don't even really know who she is, but she was there. And then there was a there was a clip of her. She's got an upside down cross uh, on, and she was like throwing up Satan signs or something too. So a lot of people were bringing oh, that oh, up. Really? Yeah, yeah. yeah. There's going to be all kinds of drama yeah. there. Um, but uh, her boyfriend won the uh, won the Super Bowl, and they yes, celebrated afterwards. And I think uh, Nickelodeon they were doing their own broadcast yeah for the first time they had it all set up like it was like a little spongebob world or something and i i bet that's because of all the young swifties showing interest and so they had nickelodeon there and they showed on the nickelodeon broadcast they they showed travis kelsey on the screen and it says tight end number 87 taylor swift's boyfriend good at football (laughs) (laughs) right so they described him uh let's get to what happened before the game real quick you had Post Malone, who did America the Beautiful. America the Beautiful. Did anybody do God Bless America, or they just did America no, the Beautiful? No, okay, no, I, I don't think they usually do God Bless America. Um, they should have yeah. done all of them. You do God Bless America, the America Battle the of the Republic. National Let's get that Anthem. one on there yeah, too. Yeah, the whole thing. Uh, here was Post Malone. I thought it was pretty good performance, and it was impressive because when you look at him, <laughs> you don't think that voice is what you're going <laughs> to hear. A lot of text. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, well, text. his teeth, though. His teeth are what really get me. His teeth yeah. are all metal. Yeah. yeah. He looks like, like Jaws from James Bond. Right. That can't yeah, be it's comfortable. Amazing. It just I know. can't be comfortable. Yeah, imagine but the I, taste. Yeah. Right. <laughs> all metal teeth. Well, you know, he yeah, he has tats all over his face, his yeah. head. Is mm-hmm. like I guess his ears and neck. I mean, it's you know it's they should have put extensive. a warning. You got a lot of small children watching the Super Bowl. They should have said, "Hey, uh, you might want to have them turn away." It's a scary scene here. And then you had Reba McIntyre do the national anthem. pretty good uh she got some really great reviews for that performance uh you thought it was a little twangy chris i thought it was i don't know if it was particularly memorable it was certainly a good job yeah she didn't mess it up i i think of like when jewel sang it and it was lip sync right mm-hmm. so they started playing it before jewel was aware of it and yeah. she had to like suddenly great. yeah that that's a bad example right mm-hmm. i thought her uh, singing was fine it just wasn't my particular favorite. I mean, you know, like yeah. I said, I'm partial to, to Whitney Houston. Of course. That's the standard. And yep. it's a tough, you know, tough to be compared to that. But I thought she did fine. I just wasn't. I'm not a Reba person. So. Has Mariah ever done the, the national anthem at the Super Bowl? I don't think so. Yeah, Because I feel I, like she could pull off a really good one, obviously, with out. her voice. Yeah, yeah. I don't think she has. Yeah. Then we had the Usher halftime show, uh, which, which, look. I mean, when I was in radio, starting out in radio, I was playing all those oh, Usher songs. Oh, yeah, absolutely. Yeah, so for me, uh, the Alicia Keys duet, I, I thought it was good. Um, I thought the two of them uh, were going to get x-rated there for oh, my a goodness. quick second. Yeah, and, and he's he's supposed to be getting married. He actually applied for a marriage license in Vegas, yeah. and there's a rumor they're getting married today. And then she's got a guy, like, she's got a couple of kids with them and everything, and Usher no, is, like, all over her. Just, just a show. Just yeah. a show. She might be having another kid after uh, that performance. <laughs> yeah, 
right? Love to see. Yeah, um, the roller skating was really cool. The roller he, skating was cool. I mean, that was that's impressive. And you're yeah. really rolling the dice. I mean, one wrong move. If he had went, if he had went down, he, that's all anybody would have remembered oh, about Usher yeah. for the rest he of his did career. Stumble a little bit. There is a clip that shows him kind of swaying back and forth, <laughs> a little like he almost lost his footing, but he caught himself. Yeah, and look cool doing it. I yeah. mean, I think the dancing was good. You know, the singing was live for the most part, right. which was very good and tough to do. Mm-hmm. Uh, so overall, I think it was a pretty good show and no real controversy. Remember last year with Rihanna and the whole, you know, the pregnancy thing. Right, and, you know, right. This this was, you know, pretty uh, pretty straightforward. And I think everybody, you know, appreciated it for the most part. Somebody said on uh, X, let me see if I can find it real quick. They had a pretty good line. Uh, news after last year's halftime show was that Rihanna's pregnant. News after this year's halftime show, everyone's pregnant. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Perfect. Yeah, it was really sexy. Yeah. Uh-huh. yeah. So, the commercials this year. Yeah. What were your thoughts on those? Uh, I, I saw a couple lists, so I'll give you a couple of the names that they threw out for best and worst. I loved, I loved the Uber Eats commercial with Jennifer Aniston and David Schwimmer and Jelly Roll was in it. I thought it was hilarious, but I didn't realize there was going to be this big controversy about it. Have you heard about the controversy? No. Rory uh, told us earlier. So the whole thing with this uh, Uber Eats commercial was this line from Jennifer Anderson. Somebody says to her, oh, I didn't know Uber Eats delivers something like that. And she says, well, you know what they say, in order to remember something, you got to forget something else and make a little room. So the whole thing was about people forgetting things. She is interacting with David Schwimmer, didn't remember he was Ross on Friends, right? <laughs> Jelly Roll, looking in the mirror, he didn't remember he got all those tattoos. He's like, they're not coming off. <laughs> and then there's a guy eating peanut butter... <laughs> And he's breaking out. And he didn't remember um, that there were peanuts and peanut butter and he's got a peanut allergy. Oh, man. And so the peanut allergy people are pissed off about oh, this. they really are. They released a statement <laughs> saying this is not something to joke about. This is a disease. This right. is life-threatening. And they were really mad. And Uber Eats actually edited out that part of the commercial. So when it runs again, you're not going to be able to see it. I see. Yeah. So that means everybody would be looking for that part. Of oh, that. yeah. Oh, yeah. Absolutely. That's exactly what I did. As soon as Rory told us about it, I went and looked for it. As I was watching, I'm like, that's pretty funny. I never, it never even thought it'd become this whole controversy. Dana liked the Duncan one. I did. I loved the Duncan one. So here's one that, that made the top of one of the lists I read. The Christopher Walken oh, BMW. Yeah. yeah. Here, let me play uh, a quick clip of that real quick. It's the real deal. 100% electric. It's the real deal. Yeah. Of course. Enjoy your coffee. Careful, it's hot. Your dog's so cute. Mm, yeah. Ooh, so adorable. Yeah, wow. Yeah. Right. We both know it's the man. Everybody talking like Christopher Walken. It was great. And then the little move at the end, just like his uh, video that he did with yeah. Fatboy Slim. Remember right, that in the hotel? Right. So that was a, a nice touch if you if you remembered that. The only part I didn't like in that one was that there was Usher towards the end of the commercial, and it just seemed out of place. Yes, it just seemed it, like they tried to fit Usher yeah. in. You got to fit him in, yeah. Right. If they were going to do that, then Usher should have imitated Christopher Walken, right. then it would have been fun. Like, nobody thinks of these things when they're coming up with the commercial. So there was the Squarespace commercial, which you may not have remembered was for Squarespace, but a lot of people liked it. It was the aliens trying to get the attention of people oh, on Earth. Oh, yeah. And they figured out yeah. you had to be on the Internet. Right. If anyone's going to care. <laughs> right, right, right. And, and Martin Scorsese, I guess, directed it, and he had made a cameo at the end. The problem is nobody knew it was for Squarespace. Yeah. Or what that's for. <laughs> you know? Exactly. So they spent some million bucks and yeah. i don't know if they got their money's worth on that a couple of the worst ads according to one list 
the Oreo twisting ad. Oh, I like that yeah, ad. I didn't like that one. I thought that was I, I didn't like funny. it because I don't, I, I don't ever twist the Oreo. Oh, you've never, you don't? No. Yeah, oh. I bite it. I just take my teeth and like drag the, the top oh, cookie yeah. off. Yeah. No, I've twisted, but the problem is you never get a clean twist. Like Imagine all those twists were really clean. Yeah. 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 No, I thought that was pretty funny. Like it, it was, it was twist on it. And this is the part of that commercial involving Chris uh, Jenner. And uh, she's, being pitched an idea to do a reality show about the Kardashians, and she's not really buying it. So every little detail about our family will be on TV? Yep. Who would watch that? All right, <laughs> let me twist on it. Cream on the left, we'll do the show. <laughs> Hope you can keep up. I you didn't think that was... I thought that no, was, especially with her, the ultimate narcissist. Of course she was going to do the show. <laughs> Oreos had nothing to do with it. You know, another one was the uh, caramel uh, peanut butter cups. A lot of people, and it was making a joke of focus groups who saw it and decided to go for it. And honestly, I don't think caramel and peanut butter cups sounds good at all. In fact, I've, it, stir, it turns my stomach just to think about it. Well, it all depends on if the package matches the uh, peanut butter <laughs> cup for Dana. Otherwise, she'll lose it. Yeah, Reese's better not screw this yeah, one up. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> and, well, the, the one that I think uh, got the most reaction, uh, well, there were two, the RFK uh Commercial political ad, yeah. yeah, the super pack did the political ad, which he's now since apologized for. Yeah, because they took all of that audio from, yeah, you know, elections JFK. from, <laughs> yeah, his family. Right. Uh, and then the uh, Jesus ad where they're washing the the feet. And there were a couple of Jesus ads. Yeah, people are like, well, what's up with that? Yes. Well, apparently conservatives, obviously, they didn't like the fact that they used scenes from like the Rio Grande River. Mm -hmm. uh, they used what look, appear to be immigrants. Yeah. And we're definitely sending a, a message about. You know, are you a good Christian or not? Well, Jan, and just so, the, the washing of the feet, I thought that was a little... Well, yeah, that's, that's yeah. you know, that goes back to the Bible and, you know, what Jesus... No, did, oh, know. yeah, I so, know, but... Uh, uh, but, mm. you know, the thing about it is, it's like, okay, are you... They were sending a message that if you have hate or if you have these you know, yeah. issues that yeah. you're, you're not a good Christian, yeah. that didn't sit well with some people for sure. And how about the hype about the Bud Light return? That awful. didn't go over well at no. all. No, it was awful. Uh, I didn't think any of the beer commercials were that great. I didn't no. think the one with Messi. Some people who like soccer love that one. I didn't think it was that great. And I didn't like the Bud Light commercial, the Coors commercial. Eh, I didn't think any of it. The beer ones used to be the best ones. Right, yeah. No, they were uh, kind of boring. Yeah, I didn't think they it's were so different. all that great. Yeah, seeing the Super Bowl today, how about all the commercials aimed at women? The, yeah. I noticed that there was a menopause drug commercial, too, and I was like, that's for all the old Swifties that are watching. There was a commercial that I don't know if it ever actually aired, but I watched it before the Super Bowl, and it was all about the Taylor Swift effect, and it was for some lotion or something. And you, I didn't see that. Yeah, and it was really interesting. There was no dialogue in the commercial. You've got this, like, teenage girl... And the father's trying to connect with her, trying to, you know, get her to talk to him, to do something together. And she just doesn't want anything to do with her dad. And then the Chiefs games. And she's a Swifty. Oh. And that's how they, you know, kind of develop a relationship around that. He gets her a jersey and they're watching the game together. I thought it was a re it was actually a really powerful commercial. It tied in the Taylor Swift thing and the whole thing. And I, I never actually saw it during the Super Bowl. I don't know if or when it aired. Yeah, I, I didn't recall. see that one. Then there was a Judge Judy Elf Cosmetics yeah, commercial, like too. One. Oh, I thought it was pretty cute. You like that one? Yeah. No. Uh, yeah. Thumbs down. I, I thought overall, eh. All right, Chris Trankman with today's top stories. Chris, thanks so much. Thank you. Let's go to the hotline and bring in ABC News correspondent Alex Stone, who was at Super Bowl 58. So, Alex, first of all, what was the environment like in Vegas? What a place to have a Super Bowl. You know, Ryan, this was 
it, this was built for the, the Super Bowl, and, and nobody knew it so many years ago as they were building Las Vegas, but, but this was the, the perfect environment for it. And I was saying to my wife as I was talking to her on the phone only a couple hours ago as I was walking back from Allegiant Stadium to Mandalay Bay that this is so perfect in the sense of that you get out of the stadium, you walk over a bridge, and you were in the entertainment capital of the world yeah. and where they know how to deal with crowds and they've got the infrastructure to deal with it. Restaurants that are open late into the night, so many Super Bowls, you get out and there's no food available. The hotels that are right there, the entertainment for the crowd getting out that they want to do something. Most of the cities that we cover Super Bowls in, the stadiums are a long bus ride away from all of the hotels and everything else that's going on. Phoenix, L.A., San Francisco, they all take 40 minutes to hour and a half bus rides from where the NFL has headquartered the NFL experience and everything else. This just really works here. And the NFL has made it clear that they plan to bring the Super Bowl back to Las Vegas over and over again for good reason. And you know what, Ryan, nobody we know of at this point who's a celebrity got arrested last oh, night. That's good. Every Super Bowl, <laughs> either the, the night before or the night of, yeah. some celebrity name or you know, athlete gets arrested. In Vegas, they just know how to handle everything. And then nothing that we know of as of yet. And it seems it went very smoothly. What about inside the stadium? What was the energy like for uh, a Super Bowl that, that everybody expects to break all kinds of records? A uh, lot of attention paid to this one for a variety of different reasons. Well, yeah, and inside, it was really rocking, although it was a slow start at the beginning of the yeah. game, and, and Chiefs fans kind of thought it was over and that they didn't, they weren't going to be able to go up against the, the defense of the, the Niners. Uh, and going into the uh, halftime, it was pretty amazing how low scoring it was and that the 49ers were ahead uh, until 23 seconds left when all of a sudden, finally, the, the Chiefs got on the board with a field goal. But um, otherwise, going into it, the Chiefs fans were looking like that. They thought that they had uh, kind of been uh, uh, they were done with the with the game. But uh, second half, totally different. I mean, we saw what happened as it unfolded, and then to go into overtime, only the second Super Bowl in history to go into overtime. This is what it sounded like for hours in the stadium afterwards, as Chiefs fans and the players on the field were celebrating. <laughs> And it just went on oh, yeah. and on and on for a long time. And uh, the, the, the stadium here allowed them to do it. Some stadiums kicked the fans out after, you know, like half an hour saying, all right, everybody's got to go. Here they just decided, you know what, let them stay, let them party, let them uh, celebrate everything. And this woman, Erica, from Columbia, Missouri, telling me. I actually just told my mom tonight that I am pregnant with my first child. So them winning was like a two, you know, a double whammy for me. Congratulations. Wow. Thank you very much. But yeah, and her Alex. mom was sitting there crying and then celebrating. Did she get pregnant during the halftime show uh, when Usher was performing? <laughs> is that is that how that happened? <laughs> <laughs> well, you know, Usher's halftime show, speaking of it, it was good, but I think it was one of those that in 10 years, is anybody going to remember it? Probably not. You know, it did. Yeah, you had a lot of special guests, Alicia Keys, her, Lil John, Ludacris, but I, there were some sound problems with it. He wanted to sing it all live. Uh, it was solid. It, 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 it was his best hits. People could sing along with him. It was incredibly loud, almost hard to understand the songs in the, the stadium. And they gave us all these light-up necklaces to wear to make the crowd light up. Mine is sitting in front of me right now, and it is still changing colors. <laughs> I don't know at what point this thing turns off yeah. because there's no on and off button on it. I feel like I'm being tracked, but apparently I am still this morning 
part of Usher's halftime show because it's still uh, it's a rainbow of colors. And then real quick, the buzz around Taylor Swift being there. What'd you hear? Well, I mean, everybody knew she was going to show up, right? Yeah. And every time they would show her on the big board, you would hear a lot of boos. I think mainly really? Niners oh. fans. Yeah, oh, yeah. No, every time they would show her, there'd be a kind of a collective boo through the stadium. <laughs> um, that, you know, even some of the Chiefs fans, I asked one woman last night who was celebrating, what do you think about Taylor Swift? She went, eh, it's fine. You know, the, 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 so everyone's going to have their own view, kind of right. depending on if they're a Taylor Swift fan or not. And, of course, all the wacky conspiracy theories and everything else. But... Uh, for the fans who were here, it was not all huge cheers every time they would show her, and they did show her a couple of times on the big screen. All right, ABC News correspondent Alex Stone with us live from Vegas. Alex, thanks so much. You got it. Thanks, guys. Have a good day. That's really interesting because, uh, you know, I we couldn't tell. Yeah, no, like I am surprised by that, that she got booed every time <laughs> she popped up because you did not hear that on TV. So No. <laughs> And the one time she popped up on the Jumbotron, uh, you wouldn't think she'd be booed. She was pounding a drink, and most people were cheering her on. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, when they saw it. But I tell you what, if the Chiefs had lost, uh, she would have taken the brunt of the blame. Oh, absolutely she would have. Yeah, she's lucky that they won, and the plan all worked out. Yeah, it all worked out. Ryan Gorman here with Dana McKay and James Berlander. And now let's go to the hotline and bring in Adweek reporter Kyle O'Brien for a recap of the best and worst Super Bowl commercials. Kyle, thanks so much for taking a few minutes to come on with us. Us this morning and let's start with a big picture view of the commercials last night was this a good year for super bowl commercials or a not so great year i think it was an average year yeah. i i'm not gonna i'm not gonna say you know there, there were a few standouts or you know some some standout spots from uber eats CeraVe, state farm reese's verizon but i i, I thought a lot of you know, a lot of advertisers did play it safe uh, you know, and when you're spending $7 million a spot, I don't think that's the time to play it safe, especially with, you know, a, a pretty exciting game going on. Let's start with the Uber Eats commercial, which I thought was one of the best ones. I thought it was hilarious. But now there's this controversy about the peanut allergy portion of it. Uh, tell us about the commercial itself and then what you liked and, and maybe what you didn't like about it. Well, I mean, I think Uber Eats, they played on what, what people want to see during the Super Bowl, which is humor. Yeah. And, you know, the, the, the forgetful nature and, you know, picking friends. Friends has a tremendous staying power as, you know, as, as a part of pop culture. And David Schwimmer and Jennifer Aniston, I thought, I thought that was a real standout. I, I didn't see really any problems with it, but, you know, the, people are picking these things apart and they're going to they're gonna find something to, uh, to complain about. But I, I thought it was a really strong ad overall. The one that uh, I'm seeing... A lot of people respond to thinking it was it was clever, it was funny. The Christopher Walken BMW ad, where you've got all these people imitating how he talks, yep. uh, that was another good I one, right? That. Yeah, I love that. I, I mean, I love Christopher Walken. It's hard not to love Christopher Walken. Having people do bad imitations of him or some halfway decent ones, I thought I thought it was a pretty brilliant ad, and uh, you know, he he did it with such aplomb that it was uh, it was a lot of fun. I, I enjoyed watching that one. Now, Dana is a big fan of the Duncan ad. I loved the Duncan ad. What did, a, you, what did you think about that one? A lot of star power in that one. I, definitely a lot of star power. It was fun. You know, it, it's, it's what a, a Super Bowl ad should be, which is over the top. Fun, silly, lots of celebrities, and you know Ben Affleck doing his his best Boston accent, which is always hilarious to me. I, I think anytime he 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 pulls that accent out uh, and does a Duncan ad, he 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 wins definitely. And it was it, that was definitely closer to the top on my on my list. And then Matt Damon with the "How do you like them donuts?" line, like from Goodwill <laughs> yeah. Hunting. Yeah, that was great. Yeah. 
Good, good callbacks. I loved it. We're joined by Kyle O'Brien and Week Reporter going over some of the best and worst Super Bowl commercials. Um, one that I liked, but Dana, I think you're a little more lukewarm on it. Uh, Chris Trenkman, our news anchor, he didn't like it. The Oreos twist on it where people were making decisions based off of which side the cream ended up on when they twisted off an Oreo. What were your thoughts on that one? Uh, I did, you know, that, that one came to me really early too, and I wrote about it uh, quite early, and I thought, What's the point? And it, you know, Oreo was trying to make something of nothing. There, you know, instead of a coin flip, they're doing they're yeah. twisting an Oreo. And I just didn't. There, there's a long version of it that makes a little more sense, but the short version I thought really didn't. It didn't do anything for me. And plus, I'm not a big Kardashian fan, so it, uh, you know, having having uh, Jenner at the end was not just something that I went, oh wow, what a great coup. Nah, <laughs> it, it, it didn't do it. Didn't do anything for me. Finally, what were some of the biggest misses? I thought Bud Light missed the boat. I I, I was expecting more from them. It was safe. It was too safe. Yeah. Uh, it was it was safe and predictable. It didn't do much for me. I didn't hate it. I didn't love it. It was just kind of there. Um, uh, the worst were definitely Bass Pro Shops. Uh, you know, for pontoon boats. Wow, who cares? Uh, and uh, then Skechers, Skechers playing an ad that has already been on the air with Mr. T. And you know. Fairly bad production quality, uh, and then the lint chocolate ad, which was it seemed really out of place and not very well done. All right, Kyle O'Brien, Ad Week reporter, with a rundown of some of the best and worst Super Bowl commercials. Kyle, really appreciate it. Thanks so much. Thanks very much for having me on. I thought the Skechers commercial was really stupid, to be honest with you. And I have those shoes, the slip-ons. Oh, do you really? They're amazing. <laughs> okay, so the commercial didn't do the shoes justice? No. It, well, it was Mr. T, and then I can't even remember who else was in the, in the commercial with him. I know it was another celebrity, I think. I don't, rem- I don't remember the, that one. I, yeah. I, I tried to really pay attention to all the commercials, and there are a couple that I must have somehow missed. You've got a pair of shoes that you don't have to do anything to get on. You literally just slip right Right into them. It's so easy and they're so comfortable. To me, I'm just thinking there are so many things that you could do with that. Like that's what they came up with, that there's no T and Skechers, and right. then you got Mr. T. <laughs> stupid. Yeah, it is really stupid. And Bud Light, like you had this year where you were at the center of all this controversy. You would have figured they would have come up with something better than the Bud Light Genie. Yeah, really dumb. And we talked about this last week that they couldn't fall flat on their faces with this and they needed to deliver and they did not deliver anything. Honestly, I want to boycott Bud Light, not because of the controversy (laughs) involving Dylan Mulvaney, but because they did a bad Super Bowl commercial. The Bud Light Genie, (laughs) if nothing else, the Bud Light Genie should have done something for Bud Light and their reputation. That would have been funnier. (laughs) (laughs) Where are they getting these people? Like, again... You're talking $7 million and everybody's watching and you just wonder when you watch some of these commercials, like we've talked about with controversies or with people screwing up, like everybody sat there and said, no, no, yeah, this is good. We'll that, put this on. Let's do this. Yeah. Right. And there's so many people, you know, they have meeting. Oh, after yeah. Meeting. Think outside the box on this. And that's all they came up with. Right. I mean, just run it by a normal person or two and, right. and get their take on it. I will say last night, I swear to you. So I've got my list right here. I've got my good Super Bowl commercials, bad Super Bowl commercials. I had the Duncan one on the bad list and I've completely changed my mind. All right, good. It's, it's grown on me. I actually. I think it's uh, funnier than, I don't know, in the moment, because you said what was going to happen. Right. So you weren't going to like it because, <laughs> because... Yeah, Dana spoiled it. Uh, no, I I, uh, I just thought it was kind of cringy. Right. Like, but that it's... was the 
point. I know. It was I know. supposed to be cringy. It was supposed to be the most cringy commercial, and it was. It was so cringy. It was awesome. I, I get it more. I thought, again, uh, just going through some of them, Uber Eats was my favorite. I just yep. thought that was a really funny commercial with Jelly Roll and the tattoos, and then now I think it's even funny. <laughs> Analogy, yeah, yeah, that's sorry. really good, yeah. Uh, and then the Christopher Walken was one of my favorites. The Arnold Schwarzenegger State Farm commercial where he can't pronounce it right. Hey, Arnold, I'm hearing neighbor. It, it's neighbor. That's what I said. Neighbor. 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 Hey, let's go again. Like a good neighbor. State Farm is there. <laughs> it's hot. That's, see, those are the kinds of commercials. It's stupid, but it's funny. Right, it was. And I like that they had Danny DeVito yeah. at the end, like from Twins. That was really good. Right. Uh, I thought the Etsy gift commercial was so clever. That was the one where they're sitting there and France gifted us the Statue of Liberty. And they're trying to figure out, like, God, we got to get them something now. What are we going to do? <laughs> right. And it's Etsy and the cheese board and the people in France love mm-hmm. it. I thought that was really funny. Yeah, that was funny. What did you think of the Mayo commercial with the cat that says Mayo? Did you see that one? No. I, so how did I miss? I sat and watched the whole thing and somehow I missed some of these commercials. You know, I kind of like that one. It was, it was pretty funny. The cat, instead of meow, it does a Mayo thing and then okay. it becomes super famous and then it went, winds up uh, in a relationship with Pete Davidson. Okay. <laughs> it was it was pretty funny. It was ridiculous. And then the Beyonce commercial, well there was a bigger meaning behind her Verizon commercial where she was trying to break Verizon like every time Beyonce something she does something she breaks the internet. Uh but she actually I guess released new music uh following that commercial. So that's kind of a big thing today for fans uh of Beyonce. I liked the Bet MGM commercial too with one. Vince Vaughn and great. Tom Brady. You've won enough. That great. was funny. Yeah, was that was a good one. Really good. Yeah, yeah, that was another good one. So there again, there were some good ones, but uh when you take the whole thing into account, I just thought, you know, average. Yeah. Decent. Yeah, average, yep. Uh there was one oh, that's the one I didn't like. Uh the Kia commercial. With the little girl who's like a figure skater, and they tried to be all emotional. I don't know if you saw that one where, yeah, they she did a big performance, and her grandfather couldn't be there for some reason. So then they have this little, like, uh, this ice outside of his place, and they've got the Kia and the lights, so you could he could see her perform. And it was supposed to be very, they were trying to get, like, an emotional response. And it and just I'm, didn't work? No, I'm yeah. just thinking it was, it was so stupid. stupid. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, but that could just be me. Um, so there you have it, some of the best and worst Super Bowl commercials from last night. The Ryan Gorman Show, 5 to 9, every weekday morning on News Radio WFLA. Lucky Land Casino, asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kids' PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.